welcome to the British History Podcast. If you love British history, then you are definitely in the right place. My name is Philippa and I will be taking you through British history, the people, the events, the intrigue. Some of the stories you may think you know, but you don't know them in the way I tell them. And then hopefully I will also be able to introduce you to something new too. Now this podcast is free and it always will be. But if you would like more History Lover benefits, then please consider coming and joining me over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash British History. But for now, let's get into today's episode. On the 2nd of April 1502, Prince Arthur, Prince of Wales, died at Ludlow Castle. Now, Prince Arthur was the eldest son of Henry VII and Elizabeth of York. He was heir to the throne. Prince of Wales is the title given to the heir to the throne in England. And he had been married five months earlier to Catherine of Aragon. Most people nowadays know about Arthur. Uh, His story was kind of squashed underneath the story of his younger brother Henry VIII but his death is obviously hugely significant in the fact that we ended up with Henry VIII as king and not Arthur. So Arthur died um, like I say 2nd of April 1502 at Ludlow Castle and he was there with his new wife Catherine of Aragon. They had been married about five months. Both of them became extremely ill Catherine survived, Arthur didn't. And there's a number of uh, conjectures, uh, theories as to his cause of death, um, ranging from consumption, which is tuberculosis, uh, to the plague, to uh, testicular cancer. Obviously, being 500 years hence, we're not ever going to really know the cause of his death but it was tragic it was a big blow for the Tudor Tudor, newly established Tudor dynasty we call it a dynasty but we were were on our first Tudor monarch at this time Um, it was a blow for the country who were craving stability after the wars of the roses had gone on for so long Uh, it was a personal tragedy obviously for Henry VII Elizabeth, and Elizabeth of York and they're known to have openly wept and had to console each other. Elizabeth reassuring her husband that they could have more children or notwithstanding the fact that they'd lost a, a, a dear son but they were left with one son which was Henry and in the time that they were in in terms of the political stability of the country but also uh, infant mortality it was worrying if you only had one heir one son uh, obviously if you were the king this was even more uh, important um and uh, elizabeth did fall pregnant again unfortunately elizabeth died as a result of the uh, complications of the birth of the subsequent child as Prince of Wales, Arthur was based at Ludlow Castle, which is on the border of Wales and England. A, a very tough posting because the Welsh lords and the English ruling um, powers, they, 
there was obviously conflict there. It was almost like um, a baptism of fire in terms of how to be a diplomat, how to be, um, how to keep the peace in such a turbulent um, place. When Arthur died, his body was embalmed and his heart was buried in St. Lawrence's Church in Ludlow. He was laid in state uh, until the 23rd of April, after which he, his body was uh, processed down to Worcester Cathedral, where he was buried on the 25th of April. Arthur's tomb at Worcester Cathedral is well worth a visit. You may notice a resemblance between tomb and the Henry VII chapel which was built onto Westminster Abbey by Henry VII and that is because they follow the same design. Arthur's tomb is absolutely covered in heraldry. It makes for a beautiful tomb to look at but there was obviously messages um, here. You know this was a a royal, he was the Prince of Wales, he was a Tudor um, and this was the rightful, these were the rightful heirs, kings um, of England. There were messages everywhere in Tudor, um, in, in Tudor ceremony, in, 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 in any occasion, whether it be sad or happy, the Tudors used, um, as, as their forebearers did as well, but they used it particularly well, um, heraldry and um, art, and they, they, were, they were very, very good at Propaganda, I suppose we would call it. And Arthur's tomb is propaganda in stone. You have Tudor roses, both at Port Cullis, the feathers of the Prince of Wales, um, amongst lots of other um, badges on there. Now you'll notice um, some damage if you go and visit Arthur's tomb. Now that actually was inflicted um, during the Reformation which happened under Edward VI, so that would be Arthur's nephew. Arthur's tomb was also visited by Elizabeth I, so if you go and see his tomb, you're treading in her footsteps. And what I love um, most out of all the um, flamboyance and elegance of this tomb is actually the step up into it. And I notice... Um, uh, on Instagram and Facebook, people do take pictures of this step, the dip in this stone step, which is just a direct link to everyone who has ever stepped up into that tomb and the thousands and thousands of feet that have crossed that step, all making their little mark into it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the British History Podcast. I do hope you've enjoyed it. Until next time, you can find me over on Instagram at British underscore history underscore tours. You can also find me on Facebook under British History Tours and even on Clubhouse at Philippa B. Until next time, take care. Thank you.